episode three. We're just on episode three, but this one should be a good one because we're talking about our experiences in Turkey. Yeah, traveling experiences. I can't believe we went to freaking Istanbul, Turkey. Like, when Adriana invited me, it was an absolute yes because never did I imagine myself going this quickly. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty much from January to April. Um, said yes. Best decision I could have made because it was so beautiful. It was during Ramadan. And we're just two Chiganas out here breaking those cultural barriers, yeah. right? Uh, even Americans, because we're taught a lot of xenophobia, we see it on TV, we see it in cartoons, like we see it all the time that the Middle East is dangerous, that people shouldn't really go there, and though Turkey is both Europe and Asia, which is yeah. interesting, so it's not really fully Middle East, but it's still in that area. Which would be probably what people would assume if you were to tell them, right, I'm going to Turkey, it's like the first thing they assume, it's just, it's far, just... And when it's you, really far. When so. you Google, I mean, some America does say it's part of the Middle East. Some people will say it's not. Yeah, some um, consider themselves more European. Right. Which makes sense, you know, but it it's kind of like a bit confusing, I want to say, to figure out, mm -hmm. you know, the where kind of you would place Turkey. But just, just that in itself, that makes it a little bit scary uh, to go because you don't really know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Since you can't really place it um, with a specific region. Right. Like, literally, I didn't know this before going to Istanbul, but when we arrived, we apparently arrived in the, in the European side, and we had a drive to the Asia yeah. side. And I was like, what? The same city is in Europe and in Asia. And you can definitely see it in their architecture and their culture, how, like, Eastern and Western cultures collide. And it's very beautiful. It's so yeah. stunning, just gorgeous. Stunning. You can see the change in yeah, like you said, architecture. It's mm -hmm. the bridges, just how it's so simple for them to just you know get on a ferry, yeah, go from one side to the other. It's a port city, so it's just surrounded by water. Yeah. Um, there's I think three huge bridges and like a lot of little ferries that will take you from one end to the other to the Europe and Asia back. Um, very dreamy, very dreamy city. Very. Uh, that would be a good word to describe it, especially for for us who like who have never seen anything like that, mm -hmm. um, and just experiencing a whole different new language and mm -hmm. food uh, culture. Like you said, yes. we went when it was Ramadan, so right. we had you know the great privilege of being able to be woken up by beautiful prayers that took over the city, yes. and like your well, our good friend Jasmine had said, you know, it's so loud that even God can hear it himself. Yeah, so it's so it's beautiful. beautiful. Mm. Yeah, they you know they eat at sunset because they're fasting. The restaurants, as a tourist, is pretty nice because it's not right. as busy. It's not crowded. Um, get, even though... You get to enjoy the local restaurants, yeah. what's popular there, without having to really experience the busyness of the city right. um, and the local life. Although mm -hmm. that's great too, like when you see people coming out of rush hour, like they're coming in yeah, after yeah. work and I mean, the public transportation just gets full. It's so nice. I looked it up and Istanbul itself is 2.6 times larger than the biggest city in the U.S., New York. Oh, wow. Right? So that's uh, huge. 15 million people there versus the 8 million yeah. that New York has. Like it is a huge, huge city. So I think it was pretty nice to go during Ramadan when, it, when it's quieter and when you don't maybe feel the full impact of like 15 million people around you. Yeah. Because um, there were certain times in the day where it was just extremely busy. Yeah. Uh, like the buses and... Yeah, most definitely. So it's definitely a big city. Istanbul itself mm -hmm. is a pretty big city. So it's not going to be something that's like a... <laughs> like a... Mm -hmm. uh, option to go. Um, I know that you got to... It's, I loved it. I absolutely yeah. love their public transportation. It's so clean. It's really easy to use. Um, like simple. And I'm impressed by the cleanliness because I can say confidently New York is not, it's so dirty. And LA even, the metro in LA is also equally very dirty and not taken care of or renovated. But every stop in Istanbul even had art like in the building, the architecture, everything was beautiful. You know what? Maybe I'll plug some of those videos that I actually that would be amazing. And like plug in some pictures of the um, railroad, like the the metro. 
the subway. Bus, ferry, metro, yeah. just the public transportation. Yeah, yeah, we can plug in like it's a very, break and do. <laughs> it's more commonly used, I want to say, than in the United States. I want to. I haven't been to New York yeah. yet, so I wanted to say maybe New York would be yeah very yeah. similar. But I know in but LA, tell, like, it's a huge misconception that people don't use the public transportation. Oh no. So I want to say it's much more. You see it much more. In places like Istanbul, it's very much like Europe as well. So mm-hmm. if you've been to Europe, it's yeah. kind of the same. The transportation is amazing. More, uh, socialist, right? There you <laughs> go. Sense. Yeah, like more social programs and people kind of walk to their jobs. Yeah, exactly. More than driving. Yeah, and that goes for the size of it and the structure. You know, that ancient city where everything's just built off the center, mm-hmm. whereas the U.S. didn't really have that, except New York kind of did. But there's like pockets of it where you find the center, but. There's so many pockets of that center because everyone wanted, you know, whatever. Yeah. Another topic, but... <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's interesting because it's a very old city mm-hmm. that it even had a different name. Yes, Constantinople, right? Uh, found by... Found, or Constantinople and it was taken over by the Augustine, the Roman, but then the Ottoman Empire took it back and then they got independence just recently in 1950. Yeah, it hasn't been that long. No, There's still see the stores too that say like Ottoman, like yeah, yeah. So I mean, Turkey is just recently independent, and it's just such a beautiful culture. They use the Turkish lira there, which uh, Adriana can attest. You know, having conversations with people yeah. working at the hotel that the dollar is very strong. So that was not as expected. I guess we thought. Hey, we're gonna have to spend, you know, very similar probably right. to if we in the states, but a roughly fourteen, fifteen liras mm-hmm. is a dollar, and I mean you can eat with thirty liras, so that right. would be like two American dollars. So it's pretty affordable. I want to say it's yes, very affordable, which yeah. I think is a huge thing also just for us as Latinas that are traveling internationally because the number one thing that our parents kind of worry about um, or family just in general the people that like surround us mm-hmm. is it's so expensive mm-hmm. um, it's so expensive because it's so expensive here in the states as you know daughter from immigrant parents um, money has been a huge topic in my family in my life like since I can remember right. it's a personal like subject I think as it is to many people mm-hmm. um, but I definitely felt like a huge culture shock kind of going to a country where I didn't have to struggle as much as you, like I was able to enjoy things mm-hmm. that in other words, I would maybe have to work a little bit harder to get here. And that in itself is like, like I said, a, a privilege, yeah. but it is a culture shock as a Latina. And I think it's also a culture shock even to my mom, mm-hmm. you know, because in her mind is like, how do places that are so far away right. so accessible? Especially since we struggle to kind of accommodate in this country, going through the citizenship process and that because part. I yeah. yeah, I wasn't you know, I wasn't born in the United States, I was born in Guatemala. Mm-hmm. So being able to get, you know, that American passport. Right. And be able to just kinda of do what I like and travel and see the world and well I just put it on the table. I went for a nose job. Because, well, yeah, that was the reason was why we went. Off, yeah. It was kind of an O-shop. So I did research. Obviously, mm-hmm. the doctors in Turkey are amazing. It's yeah. much more affordable. Um, that in itself was something that I thought was going to be so nearly impossible to reach because of how expensive it is in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're looking at 15, 20K the first time, and then it can go up to 60 to 100K if you want to keep, you know, touching up depending on your results and stuff. But... When I was looking in Turkey, I saw that they had really, really good history with cosmetic surgery. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what's that you had mentioned that there's uh, a- yeah the Ayurveda, right? I study Ayurveda, and um, some of the oldest surgical tools were found by India. And Alexander the Great from Greece even went to India to learn about their cosmetic procedures. And one of the first, most popular cosmetic procedure two thousand years ago in India was rhinoplasty. Yeah. So for us, it's like very modern, but in that part of the world, it is it's not. not. And although like India might not be considered Middle East and more like in right. Asia, mm-hmm. just that whole part of the world, like it's it has so much history. I think we forget like yes. yeah. overall. Well, being like, in the U.S., we forget, right? The Ottoman yes. Empire, it's really, like 
Ooh. And I mean that in a great way. Like yeah. the history, that would think that was a huge culture shock. Like, well, it's because we have really yeah. old history here in the Americas, but we're not taught any of it. We're taught the last 400, 500 yeah. years. Very modern all kind of history. So it's super new and all of like a lot of historical sites and everything were completely yep. destroyed. We're, so we're we not, don't know the history of this They don't update us in school. No, they don't want to yeah. teach that, right? They want to teach mm-hmm. the books that old white men wrote. They're not going to teach yeah. it. Like, it's the POV. It, it kind of like falls guys, on yeah. us. And I think that's a great thing about traveling. That, you, yes. that opens you're your, your eyes. You're teacher, that. right? Like you become your own. Yeah. You're doing your own curriculum. You're going out and saying, yeah. hey, I want to go do this and do that. So the nose job was just a great opportunity to go to see go. this well, other part of the world. We knew going that yeah. we wanted to see local life. We wanted to see Turkey, right. although we didn't get to travel to other parts of Turkey. Mm-hmm. We got to see Istanbul, which is in itself, like you said, a very old it's city. So, and it's huge. And it's beautiful, the mosque. There's so much to do there. Like it's You did a Turkish huge. bath. Oh my God, the Turkish bath. So like, historical. <laughs> it's things like that that locals would do, you know? Yes, yes. Um, definitely recommend anyone go. <laughs> It was not, I don't know, I feel like before going, people were like, what? It's just you and another young woman? Like, that sounds dangerous or yeah. kind of scary. Uh, we get all these ideas. Like, a lot of fear-mongering, and it's totally understandable because, yes, the world, especially for Chicanas that understand yeah. what's going on in Mexico right now, a lot of young girls are just disappearing. Your family hears that, you know, people hear that, and they say, no, we don't want you going anywhere. Like, just Especially in so far where the language is so different, yeah, the, the culture is exactly, so different. Where they don't know, they themselves don't know anything about the culture, like, the Turkey language. Turkey it's a unique place, I want to say, that you would choose to do tourism. Because the majority of, anyone, yeah, right? like, I don't personally know. don't know anyone that's gone to Turkey for tourism. Not that it's not worth the tourism, it's absolutely right. 100% worth the tourism. Mm-hmm. Um... But it's not a place where most Latinos, when they do no. travel, go. I want to say even Americans in general, but especially Latinos. Yeah, like, I only have one um, aunt who's gone, but she is like extremely, extremely um, open-minded, and she's actually practices Islam. So for her, I think it was like it made sense, like in to every go way, right? For religious it could be purposes, very spiritual, and stuff. Yeah. it's just it's the mosque, and you could feel the presence of the history, there. the. Like, they really have a lot of pride in mm-hmm. their history. And they maintain it, they upkeep it, they keep walls up from wars and mm-hmm. mosques that are so old and you got a Turkish bath there yeah, that was a historical building. Like and it's very different Turkish too path. because they're much more open minded about being able to Yeah, I like, mean well the bath yeah. right like what is a Turkish bath? Yeah, um, what is a Turkish bath? Yeah, it's like in a very uh dome shaped building. It, looks like it was built during the Ottoman Empire, I believe it was, and the modern renovations were just so subtle, they were all wooden, and they were all attached, so nothing was drilled into the old historical building, but when you go in, um, morning time to 4pm is only for women, and then night time is only for men, so women, you go in, there's a lounge area, and when you're ready to go, you go into your locker, you change, you put on a little towel that they give you, then they put you in the next room and they uh, prepare you. They take off the towel completely. <laughs> you have underwear though the whole time, but no bra, nothing like so that. So that's a, kind of a culture shock in a yeah. way because you're with other women. Um, women yeah, like, so it's that's just a dumb yeah. open space uh, area where it's very, very humid and very safe. hot. Yeah, and, and all I remember is like the dome and these star patterns and hexagon um, lines and shapes giving light, like natural light into the room. And it was heated, and you have, you know, it's like a, it wasn't a hexagon, it was a bit bigger, <laughs> octagon, uh, but there were different sections, you know, where women are bathing other women, and they dry scrub you, then they, you know, massage you with bubbles and soap, and scrub your hair. So it just felt like, it's so nice. Like a kid getting a bath again, almost. Yeah, yeah. but like, I don't know, as a kid I got like really rough baths, like I don't, yeah. I remember it feeling like, oh, relaxing. Like, this was like a full relaxation. Oh, like, okay, okay. It felt very, like, like she Refreshing. wasn't scrubbing me all crazy. Like, she was, like, scrubbing me, like, like everything felt nice. It was very yeah. um, comforting and... Comfortable and just pleasant, you yeah, want to say. Yeah, 100%. I felt like... Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, 
it was my royal birthday or something. That's what oh, it felt like. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> and like they were that honoring they, or... That they would do once a week. I don't... I'm not sure how often it was done. I think if you were, you know, a sultan and you had your... Yeah. <laughs> you know, you were in a harem or whatever, you would do it, like, maybe daily. I don't know how often they would do Turkish baths, but depending on your status. So now it's something that's become accessible to people like us, you know? Yeah. Like, wow, like, I could feel like royalty? Are you kidding me? And yeah. I'm sure for... Um, the average Turkish uh, person, or not Turkish, um, Turkish national living in Istanbul. A local. Yeah, yeah. a local. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, it would be pretty pricey, maybe like a week's worth of pay. Oh, okay. So it's 570 So it's maybe something lira. you get maybe for like a but like really a birthday nice tree or something, or you know? To get pampered. Um, but yes. for American U.S. state, it was $45. Even that? That's crazy. But add up. Yeah, but I mean, doing that, like, to me was nothing. Like, maybe, yeah. I mean, like, we get a massage here and it's, what, $100 or a hundred, over a hundred and fifty dollars for, a basic like, a massage, massage or a baby. Like, a yeah. massage, yeah. That was, like, no, totally a different <laughs> Compl- top-notch yes. experience. Then they come out and they give you, like, complimentary back tea, and tea, we learned, is, like, you huge. know, Turkish, Turkish delights huge. in the tea, like, amazing everywhere. Yeah. It feels so fancy, just <laughs> the lights and stuff. Yeah, it's really nice. The food's amazing, too. They take a lot of pride in their food. 100%. I noticed that when we were leaving the airport. Yeah, we got uh, asked by a student to fill out a, a survey that pertained to international travel and Turkish food. And, like, 90% of that, like, those 50 questions, I want to say, were just, like, about food. How did mm. Turkish food make you feel? How do you mm. feel with other socially? Well, he Turkish was collecting food? data to see how international people responded to Turkish food. And it was amazing. Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah, it was so good. It I was, was really like, good. Anywhere we went. Yeah. Even if it looked kind of like, mm, we could have chosen somewhere better, it was still yeah. good. Like, it was still really good. I definitely think just, like, a really great overall message of the trip that we took out was don't let the fear maybe of others or, like, mm. their ideologies of certain places and especially as Latinas, stop us from seeing the world, yeah. especially if we have the opportunity to do it, because I understand that some people, you know, have DACA, some people have limitations, even financial limitations. Mm-hmm. But if it's, it's traveling is something that you feel called to do, if it's something you want to do, you like to, even if it's not because you want to learn historical things, just because you want to see pretty views and you just want to be there, um, don't let chains of our past because we're not chained anymore if that makes any sense yeah i think sometimes we forget that although our parents did struggle they did come to this country especially as like you know said my immigrant parents mm-hmm. they're more than happy to see me traveling right it's a, a good thing for them like i yes, yes we, i came here obviously there's that's not the only thing that's a great thing about and coming here even but if there's resistance you know what i mean like i can say sometimes you have to show them yes I faced it during this travel, not with my family because I had put them through it already before, but, you know, with people who I had just met through work, but kind of formed a bond with, and they were like, what the hell, you're traveling, like, so far, there's tensions in Ukraine or whatever, but again, like, anything can stop you any day, like, there's always going to be some shit somewhere in the world. Oh, like, yeah, and the United States itself is you? not the safest, I think exactly. that's another huge like, misconception. Exactly. That, and I don't blame, you know, my right. parents or parents for feeling like that. When they have come probably from a country where there was bigger struggles, so they had to leave those countries to come to a country with struggles as well, but maybe just not as bad on the surface in their yeah. perspective, not um, affecting them directly. Yes, or like a life or death uh, situation right. within like minutes, and so like right. it probably exactly. be in some home countries. So although I understand that, I think you're actually doing a favor and even healing that part yes. for them because it's kind of a fear that they have of like yeah so I wanted to say you yeah know, like, it's um, healing a fear for them for 100% because if you don't yeah. know maybe if they have the opportunity to they'll be joining on the next that's trip. what I wanted to say you know my parents um, thankfully they were kind of worried but again they didn't this trip they didn't judge or anything but in the past when I was young and knew that I wanted to go to school like not in California really far they were worried and I did it and then I wanted to go to other countries so I went to Europe alone and everything, and they were even more worried. But because I did all of those things, um, they started to do those things. Then all of a sudden, my dad's like, wait, she's been to X, Y, Z, and like, fuck, like, fine, like, let's go to Spain. You know, like, I've never thought 
I go to Europe and my daughter's done it. Like, why, why can't I do it? There you go. You know, so it kind of, you can inspire them in so many ways. Even yeah. though they're afraid and they're going to resist you at first and everything, like, don't let that stop you. Yeah. Like, be the one be that takes that initiative. Yeah. yeah. Even though it makes you the black sheet for a little bit, like, whatever. They're going to see the pics, they're going to see the souvenirs, and they're going to want to go. And I think <laughs> also gonna... what would fall for this advice would be, because I did go for a no-shop, mm -hmm. if you are thinking of, you yeah, want to do a change, yeah, yeah, if you want to do a change or something like that, my mom was extremely resistant. I mean, you're going from medical surgery, a life-changing, life-changing procedure to a foreign country you've never been to, where they don't even speak <laughs> Spanish, very English. Like so for sure, le mm -hmm. even less Spanish. Mm -hmm. So the both, like the two languages that you have that can help you out, they're done. Like, they're, no. they're not good yeah. in that country, right? Because it's Turkish. Um, so. I have always agreed with that, be the black sheep of the family. I feel mm -hmm. like I've always liked to be. Yeah. There's going to be people that don't agree. You're the change maker. But for the, <laughs> yeah, for the paths that you're going to go, if you're the one that's going to be making those changes, mm -hmm. you're going to lead a different path and you're going to meet people that are not always going to agree with you. And I think yeah. your initial close people, family and friends that don't agree with you is just kind of a little bit of a taste of what eventually you're going to have to go through once you keep yeah. taking. Because once you start with rebelliating once and kind of going against the grain once you don't kind of stop right because then you're like wait right. if i could accomplish this then i could definitely it's accomplish limitless, that right it's and then i could accomplish this and so i we met girls there that were traveling alone alone for Completely it alone. and you know what props to them because yeah, i don't think i would have maybe had like the guts to go alone which is why mm -hmm. i had initially asked alex and mm -hmm. I had known you traveled before, mm -hmm. so I'm like, I know she will be able to find her way around in case, you know, I need someone to help. Because I have not really traveled as much, mm -hmm. um, apart from just, like, Europe. Yeah. But I haven't really seen, like, Turkey was the first place that was, I felt like was extremely foreign, mm -hmm. would be the best way to explain. Because gotcha. it was, like, they know English, barely English, mm -hmm. in certain places. Um, so you kind of had to... Like, humans communicate almost with, like, your hands sometimes. Yeah, yeah. There was moments how, where we'd have to out. use our phone. <laughs> like, what? You know, like, just... And just try your best to figure it out. out. Yeah. yeah, because... Which is... Yeah, I think that's a great, also, eye-opener. Mm -hmm. That, like, you can't always depend on your language. So, even learning... I mean, we're bilingual as Latinos. Mm -hmm. Spanish and English. Like, why not, you know, when you're traveling to those places, learn a little bit. Like, kind of say hello. Yeah, and we learn... Thank you. Merhaba, right? Merhaba. Yeah. Hello. hello. And then Tashakur, which is thank, thank you. Thank you. So, they don't like words like that. Mm -hmm. That will make a difference. You could tell also that, like, language will bring you closer to locals. Yeah, I was telling her the day that I spent... I spent one day alone while she was in total recovery mode. Um, and I walked out and, you know, just doing everything by myself it was nice it was a, it was a beautiful day honestly and it's the not weather as was dangerous as you think it actually felt no. safer than LA for me <laughs> and I felt honestly I mean when I was with just you I felt fine but I felt safer alone than being in the group of four oh because it brought less attention yes because I'm alone nobody's bothered like I did not get bothered once when I was alone yeah and um, it probably just seems like you're going somewhere back and forth like yeah because they don't see a group of tourists like yes, you're alone exactly they just kind of leave you alone um but i went to I, I couldn't resist it was a little mexican food spot and i was like let me try it i know it's not going to taste anything like mexico but at least i want to like, i want to yeah. see what their version yeah. of mexican food is yeah. yeah and it was it was really really good because they have yeah. like, spices that oh are just yeah amazing. turkish food's amazing yeah it was fucking good um but the guy like you know i come in and they have an English menu so I took the English menu and one of the waiters just kind of looks like I don't know he looked like one of those guys just always mad but especially towards me because I was speaking English and you know whatever so when I finished my meal went to the restroom came back um and I said muchisimas gracias y teshakular and his total like his whole demeanor changed his like angry looking face like completely dropped and he smiled and I was like, oh, like, I think that made his day to know, like, here's this tourist who stopped here and, like, maybe some part of her is Mexican or something. Yeah. And she's still putting in an effort to, like, learn yeah. something about my culture. Yeah, and I think as Latinos and Latinas, I feel like that's even, like, a little bit of a, in a lot of parts of the world, 
it's not the same as in the U.S. where, not that we're always looked down upon for speaking Spanish, but there's a stigma. Yeah, it's not And cool. in the other parts the of the US world, cool. it's amazing. Like, they literally <laughs> would talk to us in Spanish like, hola, like mm-hmm. they would try to get us to stop in their boots. Mm-hmm. I know in France, they say that you're better off speaking Spanish 100%. than English. I know in Italy, Italy, I believe it's even similar. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm Mexican. Use I'm it and be proud yeah. of your roots. Like, I definitely, like, when they ask you where you're from, like, I'm like, I'm Mexican, I'm Guatemalan, like... 100%. Yeah, definitely. And they're like, oh my goodness, you're so, like, where do you come from? LA, but, you know, I'm not from, like, having the United States identity. itself. But you kind of have, like, a really, I feel like that's such an amazing thing that you realize when you start to travel. Having that identity is so much of a struggle already to yeah. be half American. Like, to be American, but to be of, you know, Latina, like, that, already having that identity already is being a struggle. Two, two ways. worlds, yeah. yeah, that you Colliding. don't fit perfectly or one or the other, right? Yeah. So, use all that you can, like you said, to your advantage. Yeah, Why and the fuck the, not? Yeah, like, and it's the Spanish a fucking struggle. Yeah, here, and I think, like I just, think, I just think that like traveling, mm-hmm. in general, will make you realize, oh my goodness. Yeah. Like it just makes you so much you more proud. You come back yeah. with pride. Like I represented like my country today. Yeah. Like they yeah. learned about Guatemalan history, or they learned about Mexican, mm-hmm. or they learned a new phrase. A uh, Spanish phrase, and I taught yeah. it to them, or new Mexican slang. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you, true. you talk to locals, and it's so interesting because they. F- I want to say it almost feels like they you relate because it's like, hey, we come from places where like our language isn't like the universally used mm-hmm. language. Like me, yeah. Turkish isn't used universally used. Um, Spanish kind of right, is. But we're Mexican Spanish, even but, that's like. A but even that one's a specific yeah. kind of Spanish. Yeah, so. It, it's like a common ground I want to mm. say it, we find like a common ground there as minorities just in general yeah as people of color yeah it is people of color dude yeah that's why sometimes we blended in and it was just you and I yeah <laughs> yeah sometimes it just blend, blended in but when we hang out with other people then they're like hmm wait now I don't know yeah. where y'all are from because it's a group of you that look very different right so, yeah so we met a couple of people through the going through the same process that yeah Adriana with of different backgrounds mm-hmm. and ethnicities so it did bring, like, attention when we would yeah, walk around. not the wanted type. <laughs> that, yeah, because they assumed that we were tourists and stuff. Um, but overall, it was safe. Yeah, um, even that. Very affordable. And it wasn't, like, a creepy, like, they're, they're just, like, if you're in a rush, I could see why it might, you might get frustrated. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I have somewhere alone, to be. Like I said, no. Yeah, yeah but I don't want to buy whatever. That's there what you they go. kind of pressed you with. Like, there was a guy that was following us with, with perfume, um, dude. <laughs> that another local had to tell him to. Yeah, like. Hey, leave them the fuck out. Like I said, no already. Yeah. And I aggressively said no. I was like, dude, like. So there's yeah. gonna be like experiences like that when you mm-hmm. do travel, but I, I feel like it's not a reason not to, to know. Yeah. 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 I feel like 100%. just Latinos in general. And then. And especially like, Latinas, because we're girls. So yeah. Like, you know, they don't even just sometimes go out in the city. Yeah. Because they're like, it's, it's staying, which I understand because it, it is scary for women. But as we know, we're always vigilant. Mm-hmm. Because we always have to be, regardless of where we are. So right. I think we're yeah. even more fit sometimes to travel because we're always, you know, yeah. just we gotta be careful. There you go. Where we choose to go, obviously, do some research. Yeah. If it's safe for women to go there, so for and the how, most part, you know how to respect the culture too. I'm not gonna go somewhere go. new and put myself in a vulnerable predicament, like. Sometimes that might even be considered the clothing, chosen yeah. clothing, which I understand speak, we come from yeah. a very free and liberal country in general where we're like, you can wear whatever you want. And I 100% agree with that. But yeah, sometimes same. in places like, let's say, Egypt, you don't want to wear too much revealing stuff because that can bring unwanted attention. Scary especially attention. if you're yeah. a solo traveler. Mm-hmm. Uh, because remember, there's still parts of the world where things like abuse and sexual harassment and all that yeah. are still not I mean, very frowned upon as much as it is the in the opposite, States. right? Like a young woman even going into the States from another country, right? Even she would be targeted if she went to a bar alone. And, and they saw that she didn't really speak fully English. Yeah. She was kind of new there and she couldn't figure her way out. Yeah. Or really ask for help in the language or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's, you just always have to be vigilante yes, wherever exactly. you Wherever you go. Right. Never be too comfortable anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not home. Yeah. So if I think that home. would be something that you would tell, like, whoever tries to combat the idea of you wanting to travel mm-hmm. alone as a female traveler or with another friend or even, like, your boyfriend or whatever. They're just questioning, like, the safety. And, oh, it's not that safe or, like, you know, mm-hmm. really know where it is. Yeah, exactly. And so it shouldn't be a reason to not 
want to see the world and break those barriers because once again you are breaking those generational curses those barriers those like breaking away from those chains of Americans in general not being huge on traveling internationally and it even minimizes like more when it's Latinos um, especially not maybe Latinos in Guatemala and Mexico maybe them they might I'm pretty sure travel more like they have their passport but for a lot of Latinos that are here that cannot leave the country or maybe their parents themselves can't but the kids can and so maybe the kids feel a little bit sometimes held back like you get a little bit of imposter syndrome you start to feel a little bit I don't deserve to be here and sometimes that even stops you from even buying the plane ticket like, I don't deserve to go. My parents are, can't mm-hmm. even go. Why don't I Sometimes, get to go? Sometimes, you know, like, undocumented family, and you're like, well, you know, they can't go. It's not that they don't want to go. Yeah. It's not that they don't know how to go, that they can't afford to go. Right. It's just simply some of them can't go, whether that right. be because of citizenship. You feel that guilt. You're like, oh, my God, yeah. well, they can't go. Like, why would I go? Yeah. Like, why should I go or whatever? When, you know what? I must say, like, we both went. We brought back so many souvenirs. Oh, and yeah. People, like, and an amazing experience, like, which I think is the best souvenir. And the people, memories and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like the things that I brought back for people, like, it really touched them. Like, they're yeah, like, because wow, we were like, so far and we were thinking. a turkey, but, like, now I have something from world. Turkey. There yeah. you go. That's how I see souvenir. Yeah, so, like, this traveled all the way with you. So you from can be there. that person for people. You can bring them a piece of the world, right? To them. They can't go now or maybe ever. So at least they can live that experience vicariously through you. There, that's a perfect way of putting it. Especially whether, regardless if it's fear from the people around you mm-hmm. that are preventing you from going or because of their status of like citizenship and stuff, remember it's your experience. Right. And like you said, you could always bring something, even though it's not the physical thing itself, mm-hmm. but the pictures, the stories, the experience, and that maybe one day those doors will open for them right. and they won't be so scared to take that, like, that jump that leap of faith to be like I'm gonna go because my daughter went and I really liked how Madagascar looked you know because you went to Madagascar so far away so now you have a family of that went from now we just are in this country surviving stuff and now like no we deserve to see the world too and that's what I want to see I love when I travel even in Europe and I hear Latino families and I've seen them on the bus I get so happy when I hear them speaking Spanish I'm like yes I don't hear it often I'm going to be quite honest, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't see it often. I don't hear it often when I do travel. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. pretty sure you as well. It's not right. that common because something I did notice um, about Latinos in general is that we, a lot of us are still on that survival mentality of like, right. we're just here, make money, pay rent, and, and I get it. Well, that's I'm, generational I'm trauma that comes there from that go. flight mm-hmm. or fight mode. Like a lot of us are still in survival mode. Like there our body go. is still yeah. literally and choosing so to fight or flight every traveling, situation. Traveling, that's something yeah. rich white people that's do. That's what love. I grew up thinking. That's what mm-hmm. rich white people do. Mm-hmm. And now I realize, no, that's something anyone can do if yeah. they're able to, obviously, if they have the means for and it. It's a, it's a priority, right? You can budget for and it. And if it's yeah. a priority for you because it's therapeutic. I will say traveling is therapeutic because you have to trust yourself. You kind of only really have yourself when you're in a different country mm-hmm. and the people yeah. you brought with you. So yeah. you're the only thing that's home. Yeah. If that makes sense from so, home. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Because then you do see yourself more at home and you start to build that trust with yourself. Yeah, right? like, wow, like I've got to trust myself to be able to figure out my sleep schedule and mm-hmm. figure out what to feed myself and how to take out money and all of those things like that seem like scary, I want to say. Mm-hmm. There's, there, you're not gonna die. That's what I say. Like, you will figure it out. Yeah. You will figure it out. You're not gonna die. Mm-hmm. You're gonna figure Your it out. Fight or flight will kick in over there. I'm scared. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but, and it will. It should, but yeah, it will. It will. You, but like. I think it's a great kind of experience that wakes you up. Like now you come back and the, even calling the doctors for a doctor's appointment feels like nothing now. Because mm. you're like, I have to figure out how to order at a you know French restaurant, and I didn't know how to order or. I didn't have the best experience in the public transportation in mm-hmm. Tunisia, you know? So it's, you have to learn how to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah, you feel like the only thing that's home. Yeah, and also the same that. thing is like with the climate crisis that's going on. Mm-hmm. I know we did fly KML, which mm-hmm. is, they transferred over to uh, the KLM, the Dutch airline. K- yeah, KLM. KLM, there you go. Yeah, yeah. KLM. It's powered by Delta, but it's like a Dutch. Airline. Yeah, it's like more small. And they did move over from fossil fuels to be more green energy, which I think is amazing. Yeah. I know it's not, like, perfect. Um, and again, like, I would never guilt trip myself for taking an airplane when there's literally people out there using private jets every day. Like, yo. You can minimize, like, your impact in a lot of other ways. Yes. But if that's what you're worried about, I definitely recommend 
just traveling, especially I want to suggest if you come from the States because of the currency mm -hmm. and support local, like yeah, when you do travel. We so that's my biggest thing. Like we would only support we would, local. The smallest person, one of our favorite, what's his Instagram name? Let me tour, actually, he is. Tour like guy, something like that. But he was literally just a magnet guy on the side of the road, didn't have a building. So I told Adriana, let's go there. Like, let's check out his stuff, you know, because he just has a whole sheet of metal full of magnets. Taylan, Taylang and the no, RC. Oh no no, it's there you go. Turgay, Tur Lar Magnet. T U R. Let me yeah, just we'll plug it, it in. We'll plug it in. Put that there. If we can focus, and if not, I'll plug I'll it in. Plug it in. <laughs> Very but, sweet guy. He was a yeah. local. He posts like all the pictures of everyone who buys that. Yeah, we didn't know that. Like we like just bought a bunch of magnets. We're like, let's just do all our magnet shopping here. And like one place, I liked that the prices were very reasonable mm -hmm. for it to be like in the Grand Bazaar. So I was yes, like, and uh, we bought a ton of magnets. Then he showed us his IG, and he's like, can I take a picture for you? And I like my cast on and everything, so you'll be able to see it there and everything. Yeah, but it was. It was a great experience overall. Yeah. I think we came back definitely changed. I know that mm -hmm. Scorpio, Aquarius, and Taurus placements are going to be going yeah, through... Tell us about that. Yes, dude. so we're going to be going through huge, huge changes. Um, we're not going to be the same 1.5 years from now. So if wow. you have major so Scorpio... That? When is that? That, that is. starts now, April 30th. So um, and like May 15th is the first eclipse. But these changes within mm -hmm. the eclipse are long-lasting changes. So even okay. after the eclipse, you're still going to be feeling the effects so of that So we're going to feel that towards the end of 2023. Towards the end of 2023. Okay. Like, like middle to third quarter. Wow. Second to third quarter of wow. 2023. Okay. So huge, huge changes. Uh, I think my nose job is obvious <laughs> that it's like a pretty big change starting for me already. So um, with that being said, if... Traveling is something that you want to do. Mm -hmm. That might be something that's going to be a huge change for you. Take yeah. that leap. Just take that one travel. And it could change. Like, like, it changed us for sure. Apart from just the physical itself was pretty much a traumatic experience. I want to say because it's mm -hmm. scary having to go under and trust a doctor for everything. Especially a doctor that does not speak the initial language you speak. Right. Like their first language is literally Turkish. Yeah. So, you know, because you're in Turkey. Mm -hmm. um, but putting yourself in situations like that really does change you right. um, and it kind of fits the theme of what the eclipse season is happening especially with the climate crisis um, mm -hmm. I want to view the world because we really don't know how it might be and how limited it might be years from now right because of all the climate crisis and the changes that are going it's scary exactly like let's enjoy the world now Grandpa's trying to lure the girls out. But the nephew. Yeah. <laughs> he whistles them out. <laughs> but um, 100%, dude. I feel like you're right. We don't know where this is headed. We t viral TikToks of these scientists, you know, saying. Like, and I believe Holy the scientists. Shit. I do. I just. 100%. Yeah. And you know what? It's historical to see a lot of scientists disappear. The movie Don't Look Up topics. is literally a perfect yeah. example of what's happening right now. It's comical. right now. It's fucking comical. Like. And I think people forget that, like, I understand that, like, we can make changes in our everyday lives. We really can. Like, yeah. But the big impacts are happening because of these huge corporations. Yes, it is literally, like, the fact that they put it on the consumer is propaganda. Yeah. 100%. Like, the fact that they're We're telling us, but like, it's hey, not that big or whatever. It's like, excuse me, why don't we make the production of plastic illegal? Why is not styrofoam illegal? Why are we having to pick why up the mess of these corporations? Exactly. So, total bullshit on yeah. the end. And this I think whole we should just... Yeah. Tripping people about, you know, traveling. Because there's going to be people that are like, why are you taking planes? Why are you taking flights? Like, yeah. don't you see that is not a reason? No. Don't you know what I mean? That's, you. that's no. not the reason why that's so limiting. this is happening. We were supposed to enjoy things like that because they were supposed to be limited. But some of these corporations got very greedy yeah. and started, you know... And yeah, I say that with the chest, with my whole chest, yeah. because it's an issue. It is, it's a huge yeah. issue. Like, and I think as a, regardless of the size of the platform we have, we have to talk about it. It's mm -hmm. something that needs to be talked about. Yeah. Climate crisis is real. We do have to strive for a better future, especially for the little animals that didn't yeah. do anything to... Yes, I'm talking about you. <laughs> that didn't do anything to deserve this. Yes. But can we talk about, too, the animals? Like, since you brought them up. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So, so turkeys actually known... 
for taking very good care. I actually found out they're microchipped too. So wow. yes, so, and they were telling oh, me in the hospital. Yeah, so the cats and the dogs that you meet there, um, the stray ones that you see in the street, they're like neighborhood pets, like local pets. So you can even tell they're overfed, I want to say. Yeah, some of them look honestly, like I was concerned. I was like, damn, they, they need to like... They look like wolves. Like, <laughs> I was like, nobody shame but I'm like, that is a lot. But they will feed them and they'll house them. They'll have like little... They build little shelters out of like plastic, tarp, whatever they can find or yeah. little woods. It's like layered too so that they have yeah. insulation. And, and, like, and it's warm for them yeah. and any stray cat or dog can kind of hide there when it rains. Yes. It rains quite a bit. It was raining yes. quite a bit. And that was there. A, not just like one part. It was at every freaking park we passed. And every, every supermarket. Stores, and like I stations. Was like, I it was just everywhere. It. Yeah. Like, it's Even like, in the Grand Bazaar and stuff. See, was, I didn't see one roadkill or anything like that. Nope. I had to get dead animal And not very much homeless either. No. I saw two the max I was there. And then one of the guys that I did see, he seemed like he might be But homeless. I think they were he napping, like, I think, maybe. One guy I saw was, like, happy. He was, like, you know, walking down the street, like, super happy. And I was like, dang, okay. You know, like, I... It's a, was a I'm telling you, it's shock. a huge culture you know, shock. Homelessness and, like, all of the Clean. It was clean for of. the amount of people that were there. It was... We didn't really get harassed, I want to say, or anything no. like that. So it felt pretty safe. I get more harassed in LA. Yeah, it was yeah. no whistling or anything. It was very no. respectful. Then yeah. again, we did go through a Ramadan, exactly. but even then, I don't want to, I don't want to downsize them to think that they only no. behave like that. Yeah. Because of Ramadan, it probably did play a huge role to be very like at peace Frank, yeah, yeah. and be very nice yeah, and everything yeah. like that. Like just in general, because it's a very special, beautiful time. Mm -hmm. But I genuinely think just Turkish people in general are very respectful. Yeah. And I think that can be said about a lot of countries that might be, you know, talked and looked down on yes. by people that are just ignorant. Yeah, they're exactly. very ignorant. So Races, it's ignorance. Like, it doesn't mean that they're a bad person. Like, it just yeah. means that they are a bit ignorant. And it's up to really to us to kind of break those barriers, break that ignorance yeah. and prove otherwise. Yeah. So I encourage the dogs any... and the cats. Like that yeah. was a huge culture shock too. They come up to you. You would think like, oh, Middle Eastern or like that, that part of the world. They're not they don't even care about like the most important things. Why are they gonna care about an animal? And then you go mm. because that's the ignorance that people will have. Like mm. very like just what's been fed in the media for years, and then you go and it's like it's nothing. No, it's stunning. Nothing. It's, it's stunning. The people are just I like more respectful the, than out here. <laughs> the culture. Yeah. The the culture is always gonna be better. Yeah. I think that can literally be said about almost every country. Sadly, yeah. I think, yeah. but yeah, because it could again, be said about literally every country, yeah, every ethnicity, every race, every culture. Like it's worth checking it's out. It's beautiful, and they're especially if the yeah. doors are open, right? Yeah. If the doors are closed, then no. Maybe yeah, you shouldn't um, go. Don't yeah. be forcing your way through like these missionaries that are like, oh my god, they killed them. Yeah, they asked him not to go. And yeah, he went. So. But like places that are like <laughs> different from your court, like you mm -hmm. go. To different places in Asia and yeah, I'm thinking like Buddhism, Vietnam and just and they, uh, it's one of my dream places yeah. too to go to Vietnam, Cambodia, yeah. uh, Vietnam, Laos, Thailand, yeah. oh. Thailand. Hell yeah. Just see all those like just different culture because there's huge ignorance here. There's yeah. gonna be very offensive and hurtful things people say mm. about the places you're gonna go see. I know we got, I definitely got some vibes like that from certain people mm. that had a huge misconception about Turkey. Mm -hmm. And it's hurtful because we come from places that we also have like a history. Maybe yeah. we, there is a history of like violence, but what country really doesn't, you know? Like, yeah, that's so bullshit. Again, we've had wars in every world. Like, yeah. the whole existence of the US is violence. Like, let's be real. Like, it would not exist. Yeah, without violence. so if that's like a big misconception, is that a fear that you have? Yeah. I promise once you're there, you're not even going to think about that fear anymore. Mm -hmm. You're just like, oh, it's not like what I thought it was at all. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. It's beautiful. I felt safe there. And I'm heading back in like a month and a half with a yeah, friend. But this time I'll be... Yes. You're support. <laughs> going to go and definitely going to take more pictures and stuff too. Yeah, we'll be talking yeah. about that in a future podcast. But you're going to be able to see Cappadocia, be able to see Kos. Yeah, dude. So see more parts of Turkey. Yeah. Um, because Greece. it's in a little bit of Greece. Ooh. Because we know that it's like bordering Greece. Yes. Yeah. It's just beautiful, I think. And you will spend kind of the same that you would... If you were to travel in the United States, if we as from LA go to my, like like Miami, Miami it would be like the shit, same for yeah. a week <laughs> or New York. Or, I think like, we spend it in a weekend. 
they could spend it more on just to stay alone. Yeah. Because the stay just over for a weekend. Just, yeah. Like a weekend of out and a, yeah. like stay would yeah. be like the same price for like too. a week, 10 days in Turkey. 100%. With a flight. Yeah. Because yeah. the flights are around the same price too. You can find them even for something sometimes. Like, yeah. If you get that's another thing. Look ahead. around when you're traveling. Like, yeah. Don't go with Google. Like actually do your research when you're searching for things because mm-hmm. it's not as expensive as they want to make it seem. No. And I feel like if you Yeah. If Especially if you're open to where you want to go. There you go. If you, you could go to a country where it's so cheap like Thailand where you can get like ice cream and food for like 30 cents, 60 cents. Mm-hmm. The same as Turkey. You can get things for like 60 cents, like a dollar something roughly. And you literally just worry about getting there, which is the flight. Right. I think people are like, no, I want to get a cheap flight. But then they're there and they spend more on the stay and the experience and the activities. Right. When they would... I was like, if you could upgrade your flight. Just upgrade flight for $300 more or something like that. If you like could, that. because I would say the hardest part of our whole journey was definitely the freaking flights. Like, if you could get a yeah. direct flight, if you could in any world... Economy, or, like, yeah, if you like, could just upgrade it. upgrade, do it. Especially yeah. for a long flight. Um, but otherwise, you're right. Yeah, like if, you could, if you could pull through and stuff like, like that. will be totally fine. Yeah, because it's not... so affordable. Mm-hmm. And we say Turkey because we just came back. Yeah, but that's what we know about. We know that there's going to be way more places around 100%. the world that are probably even more affordable, yeah. that are just as beautiful, that have much history, like... Mm-hmm. So definitely just traveling and breaking yeah. barriers. Yeah, we're trying to encourage people to travel and especially as Latinas. Yeah, and if you know you have any yeah. questions or anything, you can always reach out to us and yeah. ask us about a specific moment or a stay what to pre- or what we recommend to see, anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That was freaking. Istanbul. It's a one in a lifetime kind of experience, Istanbul. Istanbul. So far from here, like a ten hour difference. It's far. It's a ten hour. Time difference. It's far. Yes. Ten hours to the future. (laughs) Yeah. Ten hours into the future. Into the future. So, yeah. Overall premise. Just whether it be a surgery you want to do, traveling. Just overall, don't be scared to do it. And don't Mm -hmm. let the insecurities, the ignorance, or the fears, or all of that from anyone, from anyone Mm -hmm. that's not yourself, Mm-hmm. Even the people you love the most, the closest, yeah. to stop and close doors for you. Because yeah. if the universe opens that door for you, I've always said it's up to us to walk through it. So you got to take that step. Yeah, so be, be the black sheep, be the radical one, you know. If you want to live a different life, you're going yeah. to have to be the black yeah. sheep. And then like logically, you're, if you keep following the same steps as everybody else in your family, in your friend group, in your social group, you're going to end up... Like right. the same says, show me your friends and I'll you tell either you who break you barriers are. or you just follow, right? Yeah. Like if you're not breaking barriers. The reward of breaking those barriers of going through that scary experience of drifting from the majority of where the the passage that they're taking, like mm-hmm. your loved ones, you know, taking a different route. The reward is well everything you get after technically. Right. Being able to just do very different things and being able to you won't be so scared, I think, as much anymore to even just go your, do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Speak mm-hmm. your own mind, I want to say. Definitely, and I think in that sense is what I mean by, like, traveling is very therapeutic. It is. Because it is. you're on your own, so it's like, if I could figure that out when I was over there, I could, I could mm-hmm. figure it out here. I'm going to be okay. Especially since the type of traveling we do isn't, like, resort and all set up It's not vacationing, it's... It's traveling. It's traveling. And that traveling will essentially make you uncomfortable at one point or another but, but you gotta be uncomfortable moments, to grow exactly to grow. like it's the only way discomfort to grow is when you learn a new skill when you learn yeah. how to cope differently or yeah. how to think differently embrace the discomfort exactly embrace it because you know eventually it's not, it's temporary it's not gonna feel uncomfortable eventually you'll become like a second body language to you second language to you mm-hmm. and then you won't be so scared to do even the simplest things like so they're calling a doctor for a doctor's appointment. <laughs> Were you scared of that girl? No, actually, but I see that it's a fear that a lot of people have. I was like, is I see, it? I was like, I didn't know. I see I on it. TikTok where people are like, I don't like calling to make like appointments for the oh doctor. Oh my god! But I think I'm a hypochondriac, so I worry more about what I'm dealing with, and I think I don't care what I have to You're do. You're calling just, the doctor too much. Just get me to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, I don't see you having that fear. So no, like, yeah, I call. Yeah, but I've seen some people like my brother has it, like he's fearful of calling the doctor and stuff. So. My mom made me do it when I was little. She's Put like, yourself in an uncomfortable situation. Thing. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Put yourself in an uncomfortable situation, and you wanna. And if you wanna make it kind of enjoyable, traveling would probably be the best, most uncomfortable situation you could put yourself in. Because you're also enjoying it. It's not just pure uncomfortable. It's also no, enjoyable. No, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. 
the uncomfortable part just comes in learning. Yeah, it comes and goes, yeah. and then eventually you figure it out. Yes. Get you. Miralas. I know, poor June, June. Okay, here, let me bring you up. <laughs> Man. That's all. Oh my gosh. You want me to stop the audio? Yeah, we could do, um, just say a sign off. Yeah. Oh, do you want to do a little. Oh, I'll resume it. And we can just sign off and say. Episode three, um, our trip on to Turkey, to Turkey, and just our overall experience breaking Latina yeah. Chicana barriers, yeah. right? Having that identity of being Mexican American yeah. and Guatemalan and of course, in the just, U.S. And just being of Latino culture or any just person of color, kind of traveling outside of what our parents or like our ancestors would deem kind of safe to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, going against the grain to yeah. learn about. Different cultures culture. and different languages and food and just not being scared. Just overall to take the steps that maybe other people will have doubts about. Yes. Because of their own fears, which, you know, it's understandable, but... But don't let them get to you. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I want to take this quick moment to say that the next Mystical Market will be coming up June 5th. So it's still a month away. Um, maybe half a month away by the time we post this. But uh, it's going to be a fun one, 70s themed. We're going to have some great activities that we will be posting up later. Yeah. Uh, so please come through, and we will definitely talk about that market on our next podcast. So hope to see you there if you're from, like, the L.A. area. So you can, you know, want us to say bye as well. If you're from the L.A. area, you can stop by and check us out at Mystical Market. Yes, it'll be at Sands Warehouse and Karehi. So, yeah. We'll hope to see you there. Bye. You came to say bye, Miss Ma'am.